From beach towels to tea towels, and from mugs to water bottles, the TNT Shop has it all. Browse our shop now at tntradio.live. Weekends are better when you spend it with us. Weekends with Jason Olborn on today's News Talk TNT. Welcome to Weekends with Jason Olborn here on TNT. Thanks for your company. This is the first of my Sunday shows, and I'm delighted to have your company today. And what a show we're going to have for you. Now, as we move into an election year in US politics at a time when the Western Empire is under attack from within, as if an orchestrated decline is the plan. Whilst at the same time, the rise of BRICS nations represents a rise of a new multipolar order. The institutions that have controlled the world are at last being questioned for their behaviour and their failures. Absolute power corrupts absolutely, and the truth shall set us free. Those two statements sit at opposite ends of the zeitgeist in a world that is filled with death, destruction, deceit, and a wholesale unwillingness to hold anyone in power to account, except for anyone who takes power against the ruling elite, of course. And then we have seen how that system works. Imagine being a person who has no other option but to blow the whistle on not just bad behavior, but on crimes so heinous. No reasonable person in the street would even consider them to be possible, let alone perpetrated upon innocent, unsuspecting people. On August 3rd, 1977, the 95th US Congress opened hearings into the reported abuses concerning the CIA's top secret mind control research program, codenamed MKUltra. On February the 8th, 1988, a top level MKUltra victim, Kathy O'Brien was covertly rescued from her mind control enslavement by intelligence insider, Mark Phillips. Their seven year pursuit of justice was stopped for reasons of national security. Transformation of America exposes the truth behind this covert governmental program and its ultimate goal, psychological control of a nation. Transformation of America is the first documented autobiography of a victim of government mind control. Kathy O'Brien is a healed and vocal survivor of the CIA's MKUltra Project Monarch operation. And she joins me now on the show. Goodness me, what a delight it is for the first time to introduce to you and to for me to meet Kathy O'Brien. Kathy, welcome to Weekends. Thank you. Thank you for this this wonderful opportunity to bring truth to light. People are wondering what in the world is going on these days, and the truth is out there. It has been all along. We just got to open our eyes to it. Indeed, Kathy, and it's survivors like yourself who have pioneered an approach that's taken, goodness me, half a lifetime, two generations, if you like, to get this truth to the surface, and still people are resisting and looking for any excuse not to believe. And it seems like for many, it's a situation where we just can't get to a situation that we can believe that those who we trust in power could deceive us to the levels that they have. And right now in the world this week, we've learnt about this Epstein associate file that's been released. And because it comes from a court document, all of a sudden mainstream media has to take it seriously. I noticed this week that the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal and Washington Post have published stories, but have buried those stories. Whereas in the New York Post and the Australian here, uh, also uh, many of the Murdoch papers, it is the first story that you'll read when you click on any of those websites. And I find that fascinating. What was your reaction when you first saw that this news came to light in the past week? It's about time. I've been waiting for this information to come to light um, my whole life. 
And it's like people are reluctant to face the reality that we share this planet with such a dark negative energy force that would um, do to humanity what these perpetrators have. But what we're seeing isn't new. What's new is that we're seeing it. And now that the mainstream media is finally having to address the issue, more and more people are gonna wake up to face what has been going on now for decades. This is our time. This is our time to embrace that truth. We need to face the reality for the children's sake. The children are the ones being abused. Well, th this is it, and this is the hardest part, isn't it? Because who believes a child against an adult? Who believes a child against an adult that comes from a position of authority? And so it is that you get buried and buried and buried, and no one can ever get any competing evidence or even an allegation or a charge or somewhere where an innocent child can even believe that they even know something's up, that something's even wrong. And yet it has to come from the other side, from survivors like yourself. And there are many, many others who must be able to tell a story that remains consistent and provides the same details that are undeniable. Kathy, one of the things that I saw uh, this week in, in, in the stories that were coming out, that there were a number of suicides of people that had been charged in relation to Epstein, in particular, Jean-Luc Brunel took his own life in a prison uh, and yet claimed innocence. It's very hard to believe that someone would do that and not want to defend their own record if they were truly innocent and yet take their own life believing that they wouldn't get a fair trial. We've seen, um, uh, again, lots of different resignations of people connected or associated to, um, to, to Epstein again. So it seems that pressure and public pressure is mounting at a rate that we haven't quite seen before. And we've even seen commentators such as Megan Kelly saying that this will only get bigger and bigger during and throughout 2024, and even suggested that we might hear from the culprit Epstein himself, where many people are suggesting that he might even still be alive, perhaps in some form of witness protection, who knows? But when you see all of this going on, it seems that everything that you've said in, in your life that you've gone through so far, has to now be taken more seriously than ever and almost taken as gospel that we have to start from a position that what Kathy says is true, stop doubting what Kathy has ever said. Would you think that we've reached that point now? Absolutely. There's a great awakening that's sweeping the whole world and people are facing the reality. It's right in their face now. And I think that that technology, you know, is is good and bad, you know, either way, but it is raising awareness and helping get the word out there, opening people's eyes to it. And even if they don't want to believe that this kind of evil is going on in our world, um, they truth never goes away. They start seeing it. So um, I'm thrilled to see this finally coming to light. And as it does, it's imperative that we understand that when the spotlight of truth is shined on these perverse perpetrators and their horrible crimes against humanity. They usually move them to another location. And I know of several locations that have been the Epstein Island of its time. The one I was taken to as a little child, Mackinac Island, Michigan, that was an Epstein Island. Uh, Bohemian Grove, that was an Epstein Island. And now we need to be mindful that we stop these perpetrators understand why they do what they do. Mind control is what they're going for. And there's no trauma more horrific on the human mind than sexual abuse of a child 
prior to age five while their brain is still forming. The pedophile agenda is a mind control agenda. The mind control agenda is being imposed for um, humanity to comply with a slave society agenda that's being imposed under the title of Great Reset and New World Order and whatever. It's a slave society agenda. Mind control is their tool, and our children have been targeted now for generations. It's time to wake up, evolve with the knowledge, and stop this crime against humanity once and for all. Yeah, indeed, and that is a story and a, and a statement that many will now understand is why so many have been following this for so long and realise the importance of the situation that we're in. Kathy, in our discussion today, I'm, I'm going to talk to you briefly about the film Sound of Freedom and perhaps if you saw that movie and what you think the significance was. I was also watching um, a TV series called 1883 the other day. It's a prequel to Yellowstone, a popular Western series, and the young lady in it who's the protagonist who I think becomes one of the, the leading people characters within this long series she made a point when she fell in love on this long pioneering journey that they're on that only three things got you into the moment and they were terror grief and a kiss and i found that profound because of the fact that she mentioned terror and the idea that uh, in in your life what you were um to suffer in that moment when you face this immediate terror it must bring a, a human being a child into the moment and realize at that moment that exactly that something bad is happening to them even if they don't know what that is but the fact that that occurs regardless of perhaps a mind control process could you explain in that moment that you are definitely or, or if you are definitely aware of what's going on that you're not in a, in a trance and perhaps waking up later uh, to realize that something's happened to you could you explain a little bit about that process if you will yes i i had always hoped there was some place in the world where people didn't hurt each other and that was like my last free thought as a little child before i was thrust into the strategic mk ultra mind control project but the sexual abuse of a child. My family was uh, multi-generational, incest-based. So I was being sexually abused from infancy. And I couldn't think to know what my father was doing was wrong, but my brain knew. We have a mechanism in our brain that actually where the neuron pathways actually physically shut down around trauma, repress it. That's what repressed memory is. And into the to the brain so the rest of the mind can develop and function normally. Well, trauma after trauma creates more and more repressed memory as the memory is repressed and the neuron pathways shut down in the brain, we lose our conscious thought, our conscious mind filter, and it leaves our subconscious mind wide open to being easily led and manipulated. So it's a heightened suggestibility at that point and um, allows for ultimately, like in my case, torturous robotic MK ultra mind control where I was used on a White House Pentagon level. So um, there's different levels of mind control and there's different um, aspects of abuse, varying levels of abuse and different uses for it. But what we need to understand is our own mind brain function that 
is a defense mechanism against trauma. And when we understand how our brain responds to it, we can evolve with that knowledge, protect ourselves going forward. Knowledge is our defense against mind control, and it's our birthright knowledge to understand how our brains respond to trauma, with or without us. You know, I mean, I certainly couldn't think to know that what was happening was wrong, but my brain did. And when we understand that our brains have that mechanism, um, then we can uh, work with it going forward and use it as a means of reclaiming and retaining free thought. This is ev evolutionary information and evolutionary time for humanity. Oh, it, it's unbelievable, isn't it, to think that uh, there's so many layers, deep layers in all of this. Why do you think, Kathy, that uh, we ever got into a situation that absolute power would ever deem that such behaviour was something that they could use in their day-to-day -day business activities for either pleasure or compromise or blackmail or whatever it is? Do you ever consider how this could even become a thing? It, I do, and I understand there's um, like a scientific formula for it. So in some ways where it's just extremely dark and evil, in other ways it's a scientific formula that is um, implemented according to the Hitler-Himmler research that came over into the United States through Project Paperclip. And the formula for mind control is the same, whether it's of an individual, a nation, or the world. And ultimately, what Adolf Hitler, George Bush, and Joe Biden term the New World Order is their ultimate goal to create the slave society agenda and mind control is key to it. And the formula for mind control is um, a very scientific strategic formula. Trauma is the basis of it. And then the subconscious mind is manipulated with neuro-linguistic programming, NLP, which is the language of the subconscious, or through repetitive narrative. Like we see through the controlled media, when trauma occurs, we see the trauma, our conscious mind is distracted, it's like frozen in fright, and our subconscious is being bombarded with a repetitive narrative. And people are onto that now, so they're starting to shut off the TV when trauma occurs and realize that we have a choice that we can make to retain our free thought um, in times of, of trauma. Yeah, it's... um. Every way you, th you think about this particular subject and you realise the absolute evil that's involved to think that someone, a human being, would organise themselves with other human beings in order to treat the mass population of human beings as some form of vermin to be eradicated in this unbelievable situation that we've got ourselves into led by the people that are making these decisions against us. It seems that there is a very clear agenda to obviously, as you said, to control us and artificial intelligence uh, is the next stage that um, it's almost as if now we're being prepared to be told that we're going to be made redundant because some form of robot is going to replace us from the only thing that we can contribute to society is our productivity. It's quite extraordinary to think that, uh, that we are first of all told that everyone is the same. And then in COVID, we saw that that wasn't the case, because if you decided not to accept the government's protocol, such as the mRNA, you were excluded from society. So all of a sudden, discrimination uh, was back on the table. It was totally acceptable. And the next level is that, uh, so we're not all the same after all. 
according to them, in power. And the next thing is that the artificial intelligence uh, is, is now on the table as the next stage. And it seems that the powers that be are telling us that climate change will kill us and uh, therefore um, uh, we must uh, almost cull ourselves in the process. But we're going to be replaced anyway by this some form of uh, controlling elite and therefore if they believe that the humans are the bad part and that the robots are the good who is controlling this so-called powerful elite to get them into a situation that they think like this do you think that there is someone at the top of this so-called food chain that really is pulling the strings how have you ever um sort of contemplated that perspective well, I'm aware from having been um, programmed on DARPA and NASA military installations that these perpetrators are following a DARPA-generated computerized program. And they have been for a, for a long, long time, ever since computers were the size of a wall. You know, I mean, it, they've been following this for, um, for a long time. And they want to be able to control humanity because their greatest fear, having been around these perpetrators um, deep in the Washington, D.C. swamp, I know their greatest fear is the strength of the human spirit and the power of love. They feed off of dark, negative energy, fear, trauma, torture. Um, that's, that's their vibration. That's what they're wanting um, people to feel. And yet our, our human nature is love and peace and joy. And that vibration is not something that they can feed off of. So what they fear the most is the strength of the human spirit. When we gather our strength of human spirit, we can stand up against them. We can stand up and say, no, we have an infinite strength that we've been born and blessed with all along. And I know from my life's experience that without free thought, there's no free will. And with no free will, there's no soul expression, no ability to um, access our own moral compass and to make our decisions and know our life's purpose and live the reason we're intended to live and to gather that strength, the spirit and power of love. Well, these perpetrators fear that because it's where we win and where they lose. And they know that they can't stop the human spirit. They can't contain it. They can't possess it. The only thing they can do is use mind control to stop us from thinking to express it. So if they keep us in this constant state of fear and that negative energy they, that, that they want, it's, it's harder for us to think clear. Truth really does make us free. Truth frees us from fear. And once we have that, we're able to rise up and say no more and take a stand, protect our children going forward because this pedophile agenda that's being pushed has now moved into their next level of population control because they always said that if people woke up and they couldn't control their minds anymore, then they would reduce our numbers to a more manageable size. So that part is going into effect. And when we realize the transgender um, push that they've got going on is the same pedophile mind control agenda taken to the next level where um, human procreation is stopped because of the gender mutilation and they, they wouldn't be able to um, continue producing the way that humans are intended to. So we, when we are aware 
of their agenda and how flat, narrow it is. You know, I mean, they're they're just so linear in their thinking. We've got wisdom. We've got depth. Wisdom outthinks their criminal mind every time. And that's where we win. I mean, we just need to understand that they only have as much power as we give them or let them steal. Yeah, we look, have all the power. We need to remember who we are and why we're here. Absolutely. That is so perfectly put. And that's the difference between being a victim, a survivor, and then going beyond that and realising that there's a whole purpose to our existence altogether. Pardon me. We will take a break and we'll be back with more here on Weekends with Jason Olborn. You're watching and listening to TNT. TNT Radio's Joe Hoff. Just a terrible situation there, and Biden was behind it, pushing these arms, pushing billions of dollars over there. We don't know where that money went. I'll bet you money. I'll bet you a huge percent uh, went. I bet you more than fifty percent didn't go to the uh, to the people or to the war. Uh, it went to people's pockets, kind of like what we have in in uh, Palestine. Uh, with the U.S. since since well under Biden, uh, Trump shut this down, thank God. But under Biden, Obama, they started sending billions over to. Uh, that part of the world these people are, have been after israel forever and and uh, supported by iran and billions of dollars going their way and uh, to help them not uh, you know basically uh create chaos in the middle east terrorism and and we saw what happened earlier this year about a month ago uh, the two attack in israel and the death and destruction rape and kidnapping more than 240 people kidnapped joe hoft on today's news talk radio tnt when you can point me to an industry, to a platform that reaches 250 million people a month, virtually nine out of 10 Americans, that's real, that's substantive, that's important. And that reach and that touch point and that daily reinforcement, it's an amazing place to be able to communicate messages. That's massive. To find out more, go to tntradio.live. If you're still wearing a cloth or a surgical mask around in public, you're guilty of spreading COVID misinformation. It really is that simple. Today's News Talk Radio, TNT. And welcome back to TNT. You're watching and listening to Weekends with Jason Olborn. And my special guest this hour is Kathy O'Brien. Kathy, before the break, uh, you said something that inspires me every single day. And it's the idea that when something is done to you or something bad happens to you that you can choose how you will respond to that you can be a victim you can allow it to define you or you can go the other way and you can survive it and then learn from such ill happenings and move on with it and what you said before the break was that you've said that we can move on to the best part of being humans in this great awakening period and realize that there's something much better for human beings that goes against the powers that be whose agenda is this dark evil energy to somehow corral control cull and eliminate us however they see fit and this resistance the first step of it is to survive and become aware and then of course we move on they are profound statements that many people have not yet realized that they feel like that they've become dependent on their government they therefore have to do whatever the government says in order to maintain that ability to simply put food on the table like we saw during COVID with all the handouts that were going around as all the businesses were closed but the one thing you learn in all of this is that 
the moment you become self-sufficient, you no longer operate within the clutches of a government telling you what to do. How was it that you went from becoming, were a victim to becoming a survivor and then adopting this unbelievable positive attitude that all of us could uh, learn from? Well, I'm, I'm so excited to uh, be free. I celebrate it every day, you know, and fortunately for me, um, intelligence insider Mark Phillips, who is working the highest levels of intelligence mind sciences to preserve the sanctity of free thought, um, saw what was going on with this mind control agenda being imposed on the population and on individuals like me. And he was disgusted. He was disgusted to see children being taken in and out of the White House and the pedophile agenda being pushed and seeing people being manipulated through the controlled media and even through the education system to look outside themselves to big government, big tech, big pharma, big cult to cult religion to tell them how to live their lives. People were forgetting their own power. They were forgetting their own ability to think free. So he was studying that. He was livid with the controls that he saw going on, the corruption, the Epstein Islands and the Bohemian Groves. He was disgusted seeing all of that. So he decided to do something about it and lifted my daughter and me right out of the Washington, D.C. human trafficking swamp and handed me keys to my own mind. He had found buried under national security just basic birthright information that we have a right to know and a need to know. And he wanted um, to just, he just reminded me that it was within me to heal myself. And so I was so fortunate uh, to heal from within and um, reclaim my free thought and my free will. He taught me one um, brain trick that is really important for everyone. And it's, it's so simple. We pick up a pen. It takes the logic part of the brain to move a pen. When we put pen to paper, typing doesn't do the same thing. It doesn't activate this, this logic critical analysis part of the brain. We, we write it out on paper, then we consciously see it. And all of a sudden, we're taking that repressed trauma, this emotionally incomprehensible trauma, shifting it over to logic, writing it out, seeing it consciously, and suddenly we're healing on all levels at once. The neuron pathways in the brain are opening up again. Free thought is being reclaimed, and it's an amazing trick. It's one that we can use if, if we just put writing by hand back in the school system. The children won't be indoctrinated anymore. They'll learn how to think again rather than being taught what to think. So it's, it's something within us all that we can use a simple trick, write out, write out whatever the trauma is, write out whatever the negativity is, write out whatever is immobilizing us, write out our fears, and then add a solution. Because when we add a solution, we're forcing our brains to fire in new ways. It lifts us above that pit of negativity, gives us a clear view forward so that we can see what we can do about this situation that's being imposed on us. And it's a great way for people to open neuron pathways in their brain and uh, exercise choosing their own thoughts, choosing their own mood, and ultimately 
living the life that they're intended to live, which is one of peace, love and happiness. Indeed. Now, you mentioned the idea of children being brought into the White House and specifically in our conversation today, that means for abusive purposes, to put it bluntly. Many people think that that simple quote alone is a bridge too far. How is it possible they would say that anyone would allow a child to be taken into a situation that they could even be abused? And yet it goes on all around the world every single day. How might you explain that to the average person in the street from middle class suburbia? that might say, oh, no, I just can't believe this could ever happen. Well, it's more than perversion. It's, it's very much a blackmail operation, and it's one that I was used in as a little child. My father's sexual abuse extended to um, child pornography, and it also extended to trafficking me to my grandfather's Blue Masonic Lodge. These secret societies are where information on mind control is kept and learned and kept from the population. Again, knowledge is our defense, and that's what the secrecy is all about. Well, my father was trafficking me to that Blue Masonic Lodge to a local politician um, that while I was just a toddler. And this politician was Gerald Ford. Gerald Ford went on to become the unelected president of the United States. And Gerald Ford is uh, the one who approached my father and told him he could receive immunity from prosecution. He had been caught sending child pornography of me through the U.S. mails. And, and Ford told him he could receive immunity from prosecution if he would sell me into the CIA's MKUltra project. My father was thrilled to do that. And he became ultimately became wealthy um, for doing it with through military contracts that he was awarded. So there's many ways that people do comply. That's how my father complied and why he complied and how I ended up being um, trafficked to these high level politicians on uh, ultimately a White House Pentagon level. But back as a very young child, like I mentioned earlier, the Epstein Island of its time was Mackinac Island, Michigan. And the, the governor of Michigan, Governor Romney, Mitt Romney's father, was um, very much active in MK Ultra mind control, along with Pierre Trudeau, who was uh, Justin Trudeau's father on some level or another, and um, where I met who would become my owner in MK Ultra mind control, U.S. Senator Robert C. Byrd. Senator Byrd acted as a pimp and decided who I would be trafficked to, who I'd be prostituted to, what black operations I would be used in. So it's it's easier to see there's, there's different reasons for children being taken in and out of the White House, but blackmail is the primary reason, and it's something that's been going on my whole life. I'm so thrilled that the, the, the truth is finally coming out because we've got to start protecting the children. Indeed we do. <clears throat> Pardon me. And I want to get on to the Epstein and the blackmail bit a bit more in a moment. I just want to bring this point up. I remember the funeral of George H.W. Bush and that very unusual scene that everyone of the presidential row and behind all received some sort of letter or something that fell out of their um, their, 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 their guide that they received at the funeral. I'm not sure if you're aware or, or, or recall that, but it was unusual because the look on Jeb Bush's face, the son of 
the younger son of George H.W. Bush was something astonishing. It's been replayed millions of times, I think, on various different social media networks. But the point that I'm bringing that up for is that it suggested that someone knew more than they wanted them to know and that something was happening behind the scenes. But I will never forget, Kathy, when I read in your book, Transformation of America, about the Gerald Ford story and your father. And I then recalled George H.W. Bush making a statement how Gerald Ford was a man that could be trusted and that everything was kind of off limits. He's not the man that you look for, the most honest man in US politics, the only unelected president. And that's when I knew how everything is a projection and the opposite seems to be the truth in all of that. Do you recall um, Bush ever saying that about Ford? And if so, how would you have felt when you heard that? Well, I, I knew that, that Bush was one of the higher ups that I was exposed to. And um, he was very influential and very much a part of this new world order slave society agenda. I mean, he even told us all that that's what he was ushering in. So many... Um, many looked up to him and many were associated with him. You know, you look at Gerald Ford's cabinet when he was um, appointed president and he had George Bush to head the CIA back then. So they were already aligned. I knew that they were aligned from way back when. Um, so there's no, there's nothing surprising about it. Um, I think the, the greatest surprise that had happened for this dark cabal, this New World Order agenda is uh, 2016 when um, when Donald Trump was elected president, and it was like so many people were awake and aware in the U.S. We overrode the rigged electronic algorithms in the voting machine to vote in anyone who was not Hillary Clinton and the New World Order. People knew that she was to usher it in. I mean, it's in my 1995 testimony for Congress, Transformation of America. That was going to be the final blow. It didn't happen. And it derailed the whole thing. Of course, they've been frantic ever since and tipping their hand. And as, as they're um, in their desperation, they're just waking more and more people up. But I think that um, there have been many ways that they've realized they've lost control and they're as desperate as they are to get it back. It, it, the Great Awakening is happening. People are aware now, they're facing the truth. Um, it's a new day. Uh, we win, they lose. We just need to claim our victory, game over. Yeah, absolutely. And one wonders when that will actually come about, when that victory happens. But I'll tell you what, every time I turn the news on and I see Donald Trump come out and speak, I feel absolute calm. I don't even need to listen to what he's about to say. But what I do recognise is how his opponents lose their minds every single time that he does speak. The very fact that the Epstein headlines come out and the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal and the Washington Post on the same day all had a headline that was almost word for word verbatim that Trump gained favour through fear in the Republican Party. And I thought that tells me two things. One, they haven't got anything on him with Epstein, so we already knew that. And the other part was that they are desperate, as usual, to do anything they possibly can to take out the person that threatens their very existence. So one must feel that, as you said, if anyone took over from them, there would be fear. But what we see now is that they cannot be in total control just by the way that they're behaving, which must give all of us a lot of hope, Cathy, that you are certainly yeah. on the right track, and we all are, that this great awakening is gathering steam. And once you wake up, Kathy, you can't go back to sleep, can you? <laughs> That's right. 
That's right. And it, it, I, it's such a celebration to be free. And it's, it's amazing to me to have survived, to live so long as to see mm. what um, Trump did in exposing the funding mechanism of this new world order of drug and human trafficking across open borders. And he showed us how, that there's a swamp in D.C. He showed us what this pedophile agenda is all about. He showed us how trauma is being used to manipulate the minds of the population. And that that's information that's evolutionary and uh, woke a lot of people up. So by 2020, these perpetrators were so frantic, they just they imposed mind control masters of virus on the global population, traumatizing people and, and then programming them with a repetitive narrative to mask up, social distance, get the injection, you know, and um, they, they were so frantic. And the very first thing when they stole elections 2020 was to fling their border back open to drug and human trafficking. And now the U.S. border is just a free for all. You know, it's a it's, it's horrible what's happening, um, but people at least are finally aware. Again, this has been going on my whole life. It's nothing new. What's new is we're seeing it, and awareness is the first step towards positive necessary change. Trump continuously told the people it's up to us. One person cannot drain the swamp from the top down. It's up to humanity to drain it from the bottom up and, and take do our part, clean this mess up, once and for all, evolve with the knowledge that's our defense against mind control and take back our freedom to live our lives with purpose and dignity. Beautifully put. And the Epstein saga is the story that simply will not go away. Many of us became aware of it in 2015, 2016, when there were independent forums like 4chan and 8chan, etc. And there was one particular story there that uh, I remember reading. All the posts got archived very quickly. So you could, couldn't contribute, but you could read what people were saying. And some person got on by the name, the handle of FBI Anon. And this particular person was talking about uh, how Bernie Sanders would stay in should Hillary be indicted and therefore not be able to run for president? And someone suggested, what about the approach of removing Hillary? And they were obviously talking about um, uh, the same method that got JFK. And this particular person said that wouldn't do anything. The next person would just stand in its place. This is a much bigger process. And in that process, this particular anonymous person who said they were a mid-level uh, analyst said that um, you need to look into human trafficking. And I think that was the first time that a bunch of researchers like myself at the time realised what was really going on here. All our jaws collectively dropped and we realised at that point. So this war for, I guess, the next layer of citizen journalists that have since gone on into different parts around the world is coming up to 10 years. And when you consider what 10 years is, you put World War One and World War Two together and that's where you're at. That's how long it's been going in the modern day, this very, very different uh, a covert information war that's going on in a process of bringing awareness, but it seems that timing is everything. And who would have thought that Epstein could bring out Bill Clinton's name in an election year as we look up and see all the troubles that are surrounding the Biden uh, crime family, if you will, and what's going on there. And there's so much more I'd like to talk to you about, but what we'll do is we'll take a quick break and be back with more here on Weekends with Jason Olborn on TNT. It's been said that when someone you love has Parkinson's, you have Parkinson's. The truth is, Parkinson's disease doesn't just affect the diagnosed. It affects everyone who supports and helps care for them. 
Worldwide, over 10 million people are living with Parkinson's, a neurological disease that affects movement. And with so many places to search for information, it can be difficult to know where to begin. The Parkinson's Foundation has answers. Answers for everyone in the fight. We can help you understand the disease, help you find expert care, give you tips for living a better life, share the latest research, help you find local support, and there's a free helpline you can call. Find your answers and join us in the fight against Parkinson's. To learn more, please go to parkinson.org or call 1-800-4PD-INFO. The Parkinson's Foundation. Better lives together. Take us back in time, and who was Mike Flynn? He was the National Security Advisor to the President. Why is it that they go after me so hard? Why me? Why does Barack Obama only talk about two people to the incoming President of the United States? When I was sentenced, the judge says, you have been convicted of lying to cover up for Donald Trump. To which I say, cover up what? Russian collusion? There was no Russian collusion to cover up. We see in today's current uh, scenario with President Joe Biden, who came in with high expectations, that he has been viewed as divisive. And we're committed to advancing transgender equality in the classroom. The liberal media say, well, this is his love for his son, and yes, he's going to protect his son. But let me tell you, a lot of fathers love their sons, but their sons had to go to jail when they broke the law. This moment, people see a lot of those telltale signs of a far left drift to the country. Whether you're talking about socialism or you're talking about communism, socialism is just a kinder cousin of communism. But the goal is the same, for the state to have control of every aspect of your life. We have multiple hearings on different agencies that have actually just gone rogue. They took fewer men in the takedown of El Chapo than they did to arrest me. And Comey went back to his organization and brought his other thugs together to basically give them the ground rules. Okay, here's how we're gonna, here's what we're gonna do. And give, now I need some ideas about how to execute this, basically this act of treason. I think we all know, James Comey, that you're a great storyteller because you made up the entire story about Crossfire Hurricane. So it's really fitting that a criminal like yourself wrote a crime novel. Do you remember me? Remember me from your book signing? It doesn't matter whether they're Republican or Democrat. People will sell their soul to obtain an ounce of political power in Washington, D.C. I don't even know that draining the swamp is the appropriate metaphor anymore after what we've seen these last four years. We need basically an exorcism in Washington, D.C. When, you know, Satan is tempting Jesus in the desert, I'll, I'll give you all the riches of the world. I'll give you everything. All you have to do is bow to me. That's what Barack Obama has done. That's what Jim Comey has done. That's what these bastards have done. The Fall of Deceit at SalemNow.com When you need to know what's going on around the world, stay with Weekends with Jason Olborn on today's News Talk TNT. And welcome back to Weekends with Jason Olborn. And my guest this hour is the one and only Kathy O'Brien. Kathy, what a delight and a privilege to have you on the show today. I wanted to ask you, were you aware of the film Sound of Freedom? And have you considered the benefit that that movie may have made into the mainstream collective awareness? I'm so happy that it finally came out. I, I was aware that they were trying to get it out for some time. They had a lot of, um, lot of difficulty getting it brought 
out to the degree that it was so that it could have the impact that was necessary to wake people up. You know, there, there are some people who are real skeptical about it and um, it started conversations. So no matter what anybody thought of it, it woke people up. And that's the most important thing. It opened eyes to the reality that human trafficking, child sex trafficking is a very, very um, powerful money-making industry that's going on globally. And this is it. It's such a massive industry, this uh, this illegal business, human trafficking like the drug trade. Many of us were aware that there was a drug trade and that perhaps there were government involvement. We've seen movies like American Made with Tom Cruise that gave away that whole story and linked it back to the Clintons. And yet again, that name came up again in the Epstein files. And I wanted to ask you a bit more about how the blackmail system might work, because it seems that it's one thing to bring, uh, you know, a, an elected official and, and, and maybe put something in their drink and the next thing they wake up in a room uh, surrounded with, um, with, with naked underage women, for example, when photographs have taken. That's one way. But there also must be the carrot. There must be a selection of people who actually enjoy this and use that as an excuse or a secret club that perhaps George Carlin alluded to many years ago of a big club and you ain't in it, the idea yes. that this special elite privileges going on. So can you explain a bit more how this blackmail slash carrot stick approach would work? Well, the the blackmail is very much a, a part of it, you know, and it, I know it's part of the Epstein Island and um, it was throughout my victimization, there were always covert films made of, um, perversions being carried out that people could be blackmailed with later on. But there's also um, the idea of someone like George Bush. George Bush was very much promoting the pedophile agenda on a, a, as wide a scale as he could, as well as a personal one, because he knew that sexually abusing a child made them more um, compliant and easily led and that's what he was working towards so he felt justified in that regard and then there are those who are multi-generational sexual abuse the multi-generational incest it was found in the hitler himmler research that after three generations any knowledge base any abuse base any belief system becomes autogenic in the brain. It's passed down generationally. And so that's why the pedophile agenda has been going on for so long. It was being subliminally promoted as quickly as Disney came on the scene. And look at Disney, it traces right back into Project Paperclip and the importation of these Nazi and fascist scientists. So um, there's been a conditioning that's been going on now for generations that I'm um, acutely aware of and now is pretty overt with the sexualization of children in this transgender movement um, and people are onto it and yet need to understand what has happened in the human brain after three generations. In my case there were three generations of abuse. My father's um, included ritual abuse, my mother's included being trafficked to the Blue Masonic Lodge. And um, I was born compliant, whether I had been sexually abused or not. But there's no part of me that is has any, any pedophile attitudes at all. Quite the contrary. The idea that my daughter would be abused was the most horrible trauma, the most horrific torture 
that was ever imposed and it made me most um, compliant to do anything to, to be able to protect her. The point being, soul is stronger than genetics. Once we reclaim our free thought, our free will, that beautiful soul expression that we have with that moral compass, that is stronger than even the genetic attitudes. And it starts with free thought. It starts with awareness. It starts with truth. It starts with shows like yours bringing this information to light so that people understand what it's all about. And with that, we can all evolve with the knowledge and take back our birthright to live free, to protect our children, and to live the love we are. Oh, absolutely. Beautifully put. Now, when uh, Donald Trump saw the film Sound of Freedom, obviously he was out of office. He said, though, that if he's re-elected, he will make the death penalty for human traffickers. I wanted to ask you, in your reflection upon what happened to you in your life, have you ever considered perhaps that these people may even be tried and, uh, and have to pay for the crimes? And if so, what kind of punishment would you want to be dished out to these perpetrators? Well, 1995 testimony for Congress um, was censored under national security, and that meant I would never see any conventional justice. And to me, the ultimate justice is positive change through public awareness. That's the most important um, thing to me. Um, it's, it's important that people understand what has happened so it doesn't ever happen again and to realize that we do share this planet with some very dark negative energy force perpetrators they have no business meddling in our brilliant minds and lives anymore we need to stop complying and we need to hold them accountable for their crimes against humanity people need to see justice and um Surely it's forthcoming, you know, with this awareness where we're seeing a lot of people rise up and, and demanding it, that they need to be brought to light. The Clintons have got away with human trafficking and drug trafficking and worse um, for so long. And um, it's got to stop. You know, people like that have got to be uh, brought to justice so that um, people understand that it, it, it cannot it cannot happen anymore. Have you thought about what might happen if uh, and when Trump takes the White House and moves back in January of 2025? What might he do? Well, I'm hoping that the people will do their part this time, because when he went in the first time, I was so excited. I was jumping up and down. It's like, come on, everybody. Now's our chance. You know, but people didn't understand. They thought they had to wait on big government. Well, big government can't fix it. Big government's doing it to us. And when we have someone like Trump in place to show us the way we need to stand up and do our part. So most of all, that's what I'm hoping for there. And, um, and in that process, we will have a restoration of freedom and justice for all. Yeah, indeed. My uh, my secret hope is that Trump is re-elected and he goes on a big, long search for an attorney general. And the only attorney general that ticks all the boxes is not a Republican, he's not a Democrat, but an independent. And that man's name would be Robert F. Kennedy Jr. And I think that would put the fear of God into all of them, that at long last, two men who opposed each other 
publicly are now working together independently to bring truth. And I wonder if he was to release the JFK files and implicate the CIA in the murder of his uncle, that that would just be the beginning of what we would know. And then, of course, you've got the Epstein saga, saga the origins of COVID, and the list goes on. And from that point on, there is no stopping the truth train. What do you think about that? I think you're brilliant, and I absolutely can foresee there being some kind of union. It would it would unite the people, and it would certainly give them a glimpse into uh, the reality of what has gone on. Because the Kennedy assassination is when these perpetrators took strong hold on the United States. It was a trauma that traumatized the nation, and that was also Gerald Ford. What headed the Warren Commission that fed us that, you know, theory on um, the assassination. So, um, yeah, that truth needs to come out. It's pivotal. It will help people understand what's been going on for a long, long time. And I can foresee where that Kennedy-Trump union at one level or another is going to, you know, could have extremely powerful impact. Uh, j just the idea that you can see how uh, certain people are attacking others. So we've seen that both Trump and uh, and Kennedy have uh, mentioned in that they've flown on Epstein airplanes. Kennedy was specifically asked on Jesse Waters' show, and he explained that his late wife uh, was somehow friends with Ghislaine Maxwell, and he and his late wife and two children boarded the plane and travelled twice on uh, the aircraft, but not obviously to the island. But it's interesting that if you bring Kennedy's name into that, and Trump flew twice or three times from, I think, from Palm Beach, Florida to uh, to New Jersey, and then I think another time to Boston. What that says to me is people say, well, put them all in the same boat and human trafficking goes on everywhere. I think that there's another part. That forces everyone to say, well, if we're going to investigate Kennedy and Trump, we have to investigate everyone else. And I think what we'll find is that uh, you have to be aware of what your circumstances are. It would be a coercion type of technique. Come on my plane. I'll look after you. They get on, they have a look and they go, oh, I, I knew there was something wrong here and that's it. But at least now they have that interesting evidence. And I find that is a fascinating uh, a fascinating component to this whole thing that they're kind of dragged into now having to investigate these Epstein associates. And of course, that's only scratching the surface of the amount of information that we're going to see to see forthcoming uh, in the future. Now, um, uh, Kathy, we've only got a couple of minutes left. And what I wanted to do was to um, let you provide to our audience how they might find out about both the book and the movie uh, that uh, that you're involved with your story. Yes, um, my books, including the healing methods that Mark taught me, are um, on my website at trance-formation.com. That's T-R-A-N-C-E hyphen formation.com. And my movie, Trance, the Kathy O'Brien story on um, mind control, human slavery and healing the nation um, is also available there as well as at trance movie. You can just type in trance.movie and go watch it. Yeah, that's terrific. And I encourage everyone to uh, to have a look for uh, Kathy's book. It's you, you only have to Google it and you'll find it everywhere, but also to be able to access the movie. And some of the names that Kathy mentioned today are just part of what you'll learn in her story. Kathy, it's truly remarkable that you are such a survivor and a positive influence over what many would just uh, almost just shrivel up and want to perish. And you've gone the other way. And that shows us everything that is remarkable about the human spirit. And for some reason, 
God chose you, it seems, to be the one to be able to be tough enough to live this life that many of us could never consider. But at the same time, by all of us working together, it elevates uh, something beyond the individual suffering. And I feel like I'm, I'm teaching you to suck eggs by saying it, but there's a lot more than that. It's the example that you've been able to live and to inspire all of us. It is such an incredible story. Is there anything else that you'd want to say to that person sitting on the fence? Should we believe or should we just go along with what we've learned? What do you say to that one person that says, oh, I'm not sure about this whole thing? I pick up a pen and paper and start writing because you need to reclaim free thought. And with that free thought will come free will, soul expression, strength of spirit. And it's easy to face this, this dark energy force because we've got all the power. And again, they only have as much power as we give them or let them steal. This is our time. This is our time to shine. This is our time to live love. Beautiful. You couldn't have ended an interview any better than that. We are going to uh, conclude the interview now and we'll be back with more after the news break here on Weekends with Jason Olborn on TNT.